Local people, local stories. This is the KDKA All Local on Pittsburgh's News Weather and Traffic Station. 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. I'm Paul Rasmussen. New this hour, that dense fog advisory that was supposed to end at 10 has now been extended through 9 p.m. Visibility, they say, can drop to a quarter of a mile or less, and that makes driving hazardous. If you encounter fog, slow down, use your low-beam headlights, and leave plenty of distance ahead. A man and a woman were hospitalized after an early morning shooting in Aliquippa. Police called around 3 a.m. to a home on Main Street near Marata Road, found a man who was shot in the head and a woman with injuries. Their conditions are unknown, and state police are investigating the shooting. The mother of a 15-year-old girl has filed a lawsuit alleging three Alderdice High School students sexually assaulted her special needs girl. The mother contends it happened because others failed to act, that Starbucks employees saw boys entering a bathroom with her daughter inside. Later, they allegedly took her to an empty building. On the Big K Morning Show, attorney John Perry said learning the details of what happened was just the beginning of his client's troubles. And reach out to law enforcement and reach out to school officials and be treated the way this mother was treated. It's one of the most disturbing things that I've ever dealt with in my career. The victim's mother says the school district failed to protect her daughter and Starbucks failed to provide security. The Pittsburgh Public Schools Board voted 6-3 last night to have the district's administration develop a facilities utilization plan. Board President Gene Walker told KDKA-TV the recommendations could include school closures. I think this plan has to, to look at all options, so really nothing can be off the table at this point. The district has around 19,000 students, but space in its 54 buildings for twice as many. Later this morning, Pittsburgh Public Schools is detailing a report on the number of drivers violating school bus stop arms. The district says that number is shocking. And PPS students will soon be riding in zero-emission buses. First student will get an EPA grant of about $40 million to buy 100 electric buses. That flood-prone stretch of I-376 in downtown Pittsburgh called the bathtub is the target of federal infrastructure dollars. The $142 million project is one of 37 around the country, totaling $5 billion in spending. The Post-Gazette reports the work isn't limited to the bathtub flooding fix. There's rehab on 10 bridges, improvements on South Braddock Avenue, U.S. 30, Business 22, and technology to reduce the high number of crashes on the Parkway East. Every phone and computer in Washington County government offices, including the courthouse, was shut down early Wednesday morning after malware was discovered on a system-wide server. County Commissioner Chair Nick Sherman told the Observer reporter the Department of Homeland Security told them to shut the server down around 3 a.m. due to a phishing threat. It's not known if any sensitive information was accessed by hackers, and there's been no ransom demand. Sherman says they're waiting for an update on the attack from Homeland Security. A campaign at UPMC is teaching people how to react in a crisis. News Radio KDKA Shelby Cassessi has the story. The Minutes Matter campaign trains people in what to do as a bystander in an emergency situation. From clearing the way for first responders, administering CPR, or taking action when someone is overdosing, UPMC's Dr. Raquel Forsyth says any help can make a difference. For someone to survive, uh, particularly a cardiac event or a bleeding event, the sooner we can start um, CPR for a cardiac event where someone is in cardiac arrest, the more likely they are to recover from that. She says they routinely see lives saved in their trauma centers when patients received aid before arriving at the hospital. Shelby Cassassi, News Radio, KDK. 
PIAA officials turned away Tuesday an appeal of Aliquippa's move from Class 4A to 5A for the next two seasons. Aliquippa Mayor Dwan Walker says Whippeal was of no help to the Quips. If you say you're the WPIL and, and you are body and you're supposed to support us in anything in District 7, anything that we need, right, look at their mission statement. Tell me where they should all just blow up their whole mission statement and have somebody rewrite it. Quips head coach Mike Warfield says the school is taking the case to court. State Representative Rob Matsey introduced legislation yesterday to investigate the PIAA procedure for classifying schools. He says the policy endangers student-athletes and favors wealthier schools or those with big enrollments. We're number four. Well, that's not exactly a chant that stirs excitement, but as News Radio KDKA's Paul Alexander reports, it is good news for the city of Pittsburgh. Cracking the top 25 of the best places to live in the Northeast is great news, especially when you finish fourth overall. Livability.com cites world-class museums, pro sports teams, and a strong economy that leads the way in robotics, AI, and cybersecurity, some of the categories that boosted the Berg to close to the top of the rating. The ones that Pittsburgh scored the best in were amenities, economy, and transportation. But we take data in all those categories, plug those into an algorithm, and that's what gives us these different cities. That's Amanda Ellis with Livability.com, and she says affordable housing played a big part as well. Clifton, New Jersey finished first, followed by Warwick, Rhode Island, and Cranston, Rhode Island was third. Paul Alexander, News Radio, KDKA. PETA suggests replacing Punxsutawney Phil with a coin toss this year. News Radio KDKA Susie Cool has more. We all know Punxsutawney Phil as the iconic Groundhog Day weather forecaster. However, PETA wants to replace him with a gold coin. Captive wildlife advocacy specialist with PETA, Alex Baldwin, told KDKA Radio why. Punxsutawney Phil is not a meteorologist, and he deserves to live his life naturally outdoors in a reputable sanctuary. PETA says groundhogs are naturally shy animals who love burrowing and hibernating. Being in an enclosure takes away Phil's abilities to do what he would do in nature. Groundhog Club Vice President Jeff Lundy told the Big Cage Morning Show today that Phil has no problem in his zoo. Thanks for listening to the KDKA All Local. You can follow or subscribe to this podcast in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest breaking news, traffic, and weather, be sure to tune in to KDKA or download the Odyssey app to take us with you wherever you go.